What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. What do you guys miss? What do you guys miss most right now? Having to social distance so hard. What do you guys like? What? What? Like when this all ends? Like what's? What? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Is it weird that I don't miss being around people? I just miss uh, having the freedom to do whatever I want. Like I miss like going to the gym, but I don't talk to people at the gym. You know what I'm saying? I miss going to the bar, but I don't need to talk to people at the bar. That's like, I don't like people. You know what I mean? So I'm good. My thing is, is people. And I, that is surprising to me. It's surprising to me that I miss seeing people. Cause that was like, my jam was always like, all right, I mean, I'll see people when I see them, but it was never like, it was never like a big part. People wouldn't say that that was a part of my identity, you know, and it really didn't feel that way. But now I'm like, damn, I just want to hang out with people. Yeah. I miss playing basketball. I miss I miss going to going out dancing. I yeah. miss going to the to the movies. Oh yeah, I do miss the movies. The movies. Yeah, I mean. Also, man, I miss I miss like like right now all the productions are shut down, and I feel like before Rona, there was so much potential, at least for me, of like, oh man, you are gonna make some money this year. But now with the Rona, I'm like, what happened? Well, that's what happened it. To my, my money. I at? mean, that what? I'm Where's saying, this money going? going? Cause I'm saying, cause while the Rona, like all the projects got postponed, so it's like, I, you know, you don't, you don't have, you don't have no money. Yeah, it's like I'm out here broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't have. I'm about to, I'm about to start hustling. You know what I'm saying? I'm looting. That's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna loot. That's so crazy. I see. I, so I, okay, I see what you're doing. We tried what? to help, but you don't want our help. So no, I mean, you, what are you talking about? You're trying to alley. You're trying to alley oop me, but like. Thought we were a team. Did I ask for an alley oop? You know what I mean? Like, I'm Carmelo Anthony, okay? Well, I'm just gonna take you a understand shot what I'm it? saying? I'm mellow. I don't need no help, okay? You gonna no, take I, a shot? I, take, I carry this team on my back. Okay, we don't. <laughs> I don't know what any of those references I mean. I don't know, man. All you need to know is when Carmelo Anthony is on a team, baby, okay, he takes all the shots and he makes the most money. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow okay wow okay 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 he well james okay. basically what he was trying to say to you was is that he is a tyrannosaurus rex and we're just velociraptors uh, he got it wrong 
Because oh, the Velociraptors, that I, <laughs> if that's what he was trying to say, then he got it wrong. On it. Yeah, listen, Velociraptors listen. make money. <laughs> uh, 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 start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In Hollywood in, in Quarantine City. Moe money, moe money, moe money, Frank Futter, Frank, Frank Futter, man. I'm Frank Futter. What? Uncle Frank, Uncle Frank Futter. Oh, right. You know that character he plays? Yeah. Remember that character? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, guys, you'll be happy to know. Mo Money, a 1992 movie starring Damon Wayans. Marlon Wayans is also in it. So is Stacey Dash. Oh, my God. Stacey uh, Dash. <laughs> Stacey Dash, yes. Oh. Um, and uh, sorry, as well as, what was her name? Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. The other actress, she was so good in this. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of movies, too. I'm Vaughn. Yeah. Yes. Amazon? Yeah. Damn, dude. That's this is another name that people are gonna be mad exactly. at us for not knowing how to <laughs> That's why I wasn't gonna say it. Uh oh, Amazon. Amazon. I'm sorry for getting your name wrong. In living color. Yeah. She was a um, big part of my childhood. Really? What she else was she right? She was. She was in bad stuff. She was I looked up on IMDb last night. I didn't see that much. She was in like Little Color. She was in Mo Money. She was on Martin. She was on Where Jamie I Fox Live show. Is, is the biggest one, but I don't know if I ever watched that show. Yeah, no, I ain't watched that. Actually, I might have. Anyway, um, so what was I going to say about Mo? Yeah, Money? Dougie Doug, Flex Anderson. Yeah, I watched this show. What was the show? Um, in the house, uh, it's called no, it's called Where I Live. Oh man, in the house. In the so house. this movie's budget was fifteen million dollars. It made forty million. That's pretty good. Not bad. Nineteen ninety-two. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, sixteen percent. That's what people didn't understand. First, I'm not gonna lie to you. Wait, no, we're not doing it yet. Never mind. I'll wait. <laughs> um, oh wait, the audience score is what? Oh, what's the audience score? Uh, the audience score is, hold on, 51%. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more than the other shit. It is more than, yes, that's true. It's still pr- pretty low. <laughs> uh, okay. What else do we need to say about Mo Money? It's about, well, that's the oh. thing. I think this is a little bit of the problem. I don't, doesn't yep. have necessarily yep. the most concise plot. Um, well, I you know. guess you could say it's about a, a criminal, a, a petty criminal, um, uh, who gets a legit, legitimate job, but then winds up having to do criminal activities with inside of this legitimate yeah. job. Credit card fraud. Credit card. Uh, and he gets caught up in that while also pursuing love interest, Stacey Dash. Yes. Um, yeah. Because so who that. wouldn't? Who would not? Yeah. Oh man, Stacey Dash. Well, I would not in 2020 because mm. I'm saying 
90s era Stacey Dash. What happened between 1992 and like 2014? Like, what, what's going on, Stacey? Right, man, that's a, there's a Money. lot of life that can happen. A lot know, of life can happen in that time. But you just on Fox, you were on Fox News. Man, I don't even know if I can say her name no more. <clears throat> I what's can't. Stacey Dash. What's her name in Clues? I mean, I'm most of that. the characters she played would have been Republicans. You know what I mean? Yes. Kinda. Yeah, you're right. She knew what was up. <laughs> um, so anyway, in this movie, uh, what else do, uh, shall we do initial thoughts? Let's do initial yeah. thoughts. I'll go first. I'll go first. I saw this movie as a kid, you know. Movie has, a, you know, a very special place in my heart, you know. I thought it was hilarious in 1992, you know. <laughs> I laughed real hard at like all of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. I loved the Wayans brothers, especially in the 90s. But like that, 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 that sort of carried for a while too, you know. Stacey Dash, mm-hmm. as I've been saying, you know, not to, I know I've been talking about how beautiful she is and stuff, but especially in 1992, as a little boy, that was what I was, you know, that was sort of what was happening for me with her. Um, I, <laughs> okay. remember, uh, I remember the character, the, the character that Mark Feltzman plays being, I remember it being really sad what happened to him as a kid. Okay, so those are all of my, those are all my true initial, initial thoughts as a kid. Okay. You watching go, it oh, as sorry. an adult, watching it as an adult, <laughs> I really, I can still, I can appreciate um, Damon and Marlon uh, for having the ability that they have, you know, as as performers, um, and uh, generally think that like, in terms of like what happens in the movie, it's like, yeah, I I follow this. Um, but I, the offensive character after offensive character, that was what took me out the most. I think like beyond that, I'm not gonna say too much bad about the movie, but <laughs> there's, there's like a string of like 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. where just every single person that he plays is like, you're like, well, that's horrible. Oh, that's even worse. And then like, <laughs> Yeah. It's just, and it's like, there's nothing you can do. It just is there, preserved on well, screen yeah. forever. And it, and I then, I you know, of course, start it. questioning, you know, like, what the, what was I laughing at in the 90s? And mm. for, and probably for a, a better half of the early aughts, right? Like, I mean, like this, a lot of this stuff didn't go away. And I guess it's sort of still in, especially Marlon's work now, you know. Um, Some Damon's too. Um, is it, is it, I mean, he, he, they both refuse to change. It's just like, and I, and they really think that it's just cool. Like <laughs> they're really just cool yeah. with this. I, and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I'm, I, you know, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna presume to know, like, uh, to say like, this is just what comedy should be. Comedy should be X, Y, Z. And that's, you know, I'm not gonna say that. And my, I was telling you guys, uh, via text that like my mom is coming at me for st- stuff that I'm saying, you know, just cause she feels, she feels like there's like just certain things that you shouldn't talk about or can't talk about. So like, I get, I, I know that that's a real thing, but it, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I, and I oh. thought this stuff was so funny when I was a kid. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Let me, I want to go next. Cause I just, I'll, I'll defend, I'll defend a little bit of that for this movie, for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Which is, safe. 
which is I do think in the context of this movie, their characters work because what they're doing generally is wrong. Scamming white mm-hmm. people, right? They're, mm-hmm. But think about it this way. This, this is the context that I think about it. So they play a lot, both Marlon and David play these like kind of very stereotypical, like so offensive characters that can be played for comedy. But in the context of the movie, they're doing it to trick white people out of money, right? Yeah. So the beginning, they're playing crackheads, you know, mm-hmm. or then he'll play like uh, some like foreign African foreigner or they're both gay men. They're all doing, they're making, they're doing these very stereotypical characters. But the thing is, the white people are looking at them, believe them. Why? Yeah. Because this is their mindset. Right. They're like, we're portraying what you think we are, which yeah. are dumb, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to use your racist stereotype on me to trick you into getting money from you, right? So I'm not saying it's right, but there is a, there's a justification there that yeah. feels much better than when they do that kind of stuff when it's just literally four laps, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so there's like a context to it where, where the characters that they played actually didn't bother me as much because it was like similarly in the line of like a Beverly Hills cop where he's like putting on an act to get something right. Mm-hmm. Now they're criminals, so it's a little different. But I was still okay. the thing about this movie. This mind this with us. Thing about this movie that I didn't like is one, there was no the drive through for this movie is I guess his romantic interest with Stacy Dash. Yeah, and so. And because of that, it's like one, it's very, it's just, you know, it's just, a, it's just like, and that's what it is. I, I get it. It was, I mean, people will probably say like it was a different time or whatever, but it's like all the things he does that are, most of the things that he does that are romantic are kind of borderline creepy and like put like very pushy. Um, and uh, it's one of those things where it just doesn't like, especially post Me Too era, just feels like 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 the when he was like, "How do you know where I live?" and he's like, "I followed you." I'm like, "Bro, that's creepy as hell." Yeah, like, that's you, can't, yes. Yes. you can't do that, cuz you stalked her. <laughs> like that's not you know. And so all of that stuff was, and then the other thing that was weird about it was like his whole reason for like getting money is so that he can give her nice things. But and she's like, and there was a part in the movie where she's like, "I don't need that." But I feel like it was never actually resolved. He never really took it in. The fact that he had this mindset that he could just buy her, which is what the other boyfriend was also thinking. So I'm like, you're not any better. Like, you just feel like you're better because you you were less off than this other dude was at the start of the movie. But, like, if you have the same mentality and the same mindset, that's not better, you know? And I think a lot of, there's, like, there's a lot of that in that like whole friend zone kind of thing where people are like, oh, I was friend zoned. And I, and like, I, I do think you can get friend zoned by somebody. And there's like elements of that, that, that can be like manipulative. But a lot of the people who complain about the friend zone all the time, what they don't actually realize or what they, uh, what I feel like they're not admitting is like, you're actually just like this other dude, like personality wise, but because they have more money than you or better looking than you, you think you're a victim. But it was like, if you have the same mentality as that person, you the same, bro. Like, so that was my thing, like at Damon's character. And then then there was a whole like, mer- like there was a whole like 
murder kind of cop element to it that never really fully fit into the movie. It felt like a separate movie at the same time. Uh, but I did at least appreciate that. The thing I appreciate about this movie, and maybe I would have definitely appreciated way more at the time if I had seen it in like 92, is that you have two black people, like brothers, and there's like a brotherly love there uh, that is nice to see on screen. And there's also just black leads, like, you know, like doing the right thing, even if they weren't always actually doing the right thing. So I don't know, there was, there was something nice about that. It just like the, the script was way undercooked, way, way undercooked. And it's oh. hard to watch it, that kind of movie now. But anyway, that's my small defense. <laughs> anyway, I'll let Gerard go because I, I just want to say that first. Uh, look, man, this movie's a classic. Um, people talk about it. I don't like it. Uh, there's a lot I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> uh, I think the first thing I didn't like was I thought it was going to be more of a rom-com. I was like, oh, you know, he's in love with a woman who's out of his league. It's going to be funny. But no, he was trying to be an action hero, which, cool. Uh, this just didn't feel like the right movie. Also, Damon wrote the script himself. And you know what? There is something to writing to your skill set. Like, the movie opens, the first time we see him, he's doing Anton, which is one of my favorite characters from SNL. You know what I mean? Uh, and kind of like what you both have said, like, a lot of the characters in there are... It's hard watching it in the context of a 2020 mind, but also, you know what? Damon still talk about this stuff, man. So it's like Damon and Marlon both still double down, and it's kind of like, I don't know, we all work in comedy. I think we can make comedy without being offensive. And sometimes we do offend people, and then you think about it, you acknowledge it, and then you move on. I don't know, man. This movie was just bad. Like, honestly, I didn't laugh that much. Um, <laughs> Stacey Dash is not the same person to me, so me watching her on screen, I was like, I don't want to see you. Like, I just don't. Like. I can't let it go. Like, I can't separate the person from the part because I'm like, I know what you represent in real life and I don't bang with this. <laughs> um, uh, and then even the stuff that Marlon was doing, I was like, yeah, this is his first movie, but I think in 92 was a year he was on in Living Color, that final season when he became a cast member. And so like, you know, Marlon is dope as hell. Like when you watch me wrecking for a dream and stuff, it's just this movie is, what was it? Like, like the ending was so long and violent for no reason it's like what like the ending was 20 something minutes of violence that honestly i'm not sure the movie built to also you think about the jokes in between it's like where did we get a bunch of jokes um i'm again like i think john said it best like i think the good thing about this movie is that marlon and damon got to make a movie you know he got to make a movie with his brother which is dope as hell like stacy dash hadn't done uh clueless yet like this was three years before clueless so it's like this probably helped her get the role of Dion. um and also this came at the height of in living color i think this is the same year in in living color did um which no one talks about uh their live uh hbo halftime show um which apparently people were like that set the stage for like kind of what the um halftime shows became afterwards because fox did this whole thing um even though i think people did it before anyway uh I don't know, man. I think the movie's offensive. I think it's like mad sexist. And again, it was 1992, but I'm like, does that make it? I, I mean, like, we ain't reviewing it in 92. We're reviewing it now. So it's like, mm -hmm. what am I, I don't know what to do. I, do I try to be like, oh, yeah, back in the day, it's cool to play an offensive gay character. Yeah, it's cool to like stalk a woman. Cool. 
it's cool for both of her love interests. One to be like, how like he's too poor for you, and the other one to get, uh, to start basically robbing, to be able to afford to be with you. And we don't know nothing about her at all. I mean, I like that she was on the team to help out at the end, but like, I don't know nothing about her. And again, this happens a lot with black male-led movies, man. Kind of when a black dude writes it. Again, like I know I've talked about this before, but like we're in the same thing again. Another movie written by a black dude. What's, what do we know about Stacey Dash? Is she an assistant? Is she like... Uh, like no, what? she runs the depart- that department. <clears throat> so, she, so she's the person in charge of the mailroom? No, the department that she works in. What department was that? I don't remember. Uh, she, he, they, but they, they do talk about yeah. what she does. Yeah, um, I mean, it was, it was slightly unclear what anybody really did in this, in this thing, but she did say that she ran the apartment. Yeah, but, except mailroom had to like look at the uh, like credit cards or whatever. I, look but, at well, yeah. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to, to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. But yeah, I mean, I will say this. Yeah, this was so. This was actually like the height. It was like the height of In Living Color. Yeah, I think it went on a couple years after. And like this was like Damon Wayans had just done uh, the last Boy Scout with um, Bruce Willis. uh, With Bruce Willis. So like he was shaping up to be, oh, maybe he'll become an action star, right? Yeah. The problem with this movie is like, I think kind of what you were saying, Jura, it's like, it's not a rom-com, but it's not really an action movie either, right? Like it has like an action thing at the end, which feels a little out of place. The be- also, the beginning of the movie starts with a murder. So it feels like it's like a mystery, but it's not. So, um, or it takes so long for the yeah. two to intertwine, you know? 
so yeah, the be- uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll go, let's go through it though. Like the beginning of this movie is literally starts with like a man like driving and then like getting killed like a like he gets his neck uh, under neck. under it's a so bridge. Aggressive. You know, they like he gets like cut off and then like a truck like slams into his car and then they go in he's still alive and so they snap his neck and they steal some like big machine or i don't know like video record or whatever it was there's information data mm-hmm. i guess um and uh and then we see i think we see even the cop oh no no, no that's not true uh then uh, then we see Damon Wayans, right? And uh, we well we see uh, Marlon Wayans, sorry, yeah, w- going with this guy and saying like, yeah, the TV's up here. You got to come up with me, blah blah blah. And they go up, and then you see Damon Wayans. He's like literally like cooking what looks like crack, and and he, and the guy's like, oh, don't do that. Just give me the TV. And they're doing this whole thing. They give him the box, and he starts freaking. He starts like dying, and they're like, "Oh, you know, get out of here, get out of here." So the guy like runs, and he's like kind of like looking down, and then he falls. The box falls everywhere. He looks inside. He realizes he got got scammed. Two blocks of cement, baby. We got so. And you're like, okay, so they're like. Then we get the catchphrase: "Boat money, boat money." They're counting the money. We know it was a, you know, they, they 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 was in on it together because they always played the song that had the same sound cue. Mo money, yeah. mo money, mo. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. And then uh <laughs> were you guys so on board like yet? A... Like were you yes, guys? Are like... you kidding? I love this. It's my favorite okay. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, At this point, it's my favorite. Okay. Uh, your okay. favorite movie? Okay, yeah. Raylock, were you on board? Were you on board at this point? Was I on board? No, because I didn't know who they were. I didn't know why they were stealing. I mean, like, I was not like, thinking about it from the standpoint. Think about it. Like, just go for a second. Just go back to 1992. <laughs> just right, for a second. Just okay. go back to 1992. Okay. And okay. Lemon Color, you're like, oh, shit. I, oh. Yeah. You, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you're like, my, my boy's in a movie? <laughs> you know, and then you go to it. Okay. And it's like, then you see that the movie, true. like, and like, I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, you. so now you're on board. Now everybody's on board. I would have been, I would have been on board. I think I would have been on board in okay. 92. And yeah. I will say, the act, they're like, they're doing a little action scene. It would have been fun. Like, look at that, Damon Wayans. Like, he's jumping over stuff and throwing people and gets on a car, jumps over cars and, you know, hangs on the truck. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, he's smart. He's, he's elusive. And he looked and good, he, man. My man was cool looking. He had the cool little hat. Yeah. I was like, that you 90s, cool. bro. He did like, look yeah. cool. He looked cool. He looked cool. good, man. And then he, uh, but then like he, he hops the subway, you know, gets in, everybody claps. Uh, and then he turns around and the cop's just there. And you're just like, ah, you know, so, okay. Um, you know, now we're in jail, you know. Now we're in, uh, now we're in jail. The jail scene was, the jail scene was funny, I guess. It was weird. It was like so it was so like Hollywood, like movie, like a movie jail. Yeah. Um, where like everybody in the jail is jacked. Let me put, like, yeah. Like, there are all these like meatheads in the jail. They're all like, you know, doing all this. Yeah. Uh, and this dude with a freaking metal eye patch is there, like just staring him down for no reason. My man is in that joint, sweaty. I was like, man, why does brother so shiny like this? And he gets up. <laughs> And he does the one thing that you know they're going to do in a 90s film. Like there has to be some type of like, you know, in your window type situation. My man gets behind him, does the lick of the lips. We zoom in on he it. He also grabs him, right? I mean, we didn't get there yet. He, he behind oh, okay. him right now. We see the lick of the lips I, first. I, I like the lips. This, 
I like this other actor who's talking to him about like, like, oh my, like this person's crazy. Even though he's talking about how he killed, like he almost killed his, his sister. Yeah, he almost killed his sister, and his mom is like putting him in jail. And I was like, oh, I was that. I thought that actor was really good because he really played it like, can you believe this is happening to me? And you're like, you're insane. Like, you're, you're like yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. I, and then when you see that guy later on, he's like, can I have a pimp? Can I have a pimp lawyer? Look, man, she can work yeah. it out for you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so funny. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, of course, the big dude got to gotta test him, ask him for some cigarettes, punches him. He kicks dudes in the nuts, and then punches him in the face, and then runs out. This is my thing. How he know to run out at that point? You know what? They called his. They called his name already. So, uh, so they they called his name, and then you know, and then he kicked him, and then it just so happened that that was at the exact moment that he was there. But they had called his little name. Little movie magic. Little movie okay. magic. All um, right. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So we get the fact that he's tough. You know, he yeah. can take out this big dude. He's smart. Uh, we get the lawyer scene, uh, which was so dude. When Marlon goes, I got you a good lawyer. For the money. And then my man shows up as like a Southern pimp pastor lawyer dude. Oh my goodness. The judge is like, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Uh, like it was the that best. Was, that was funny. It I, was the best. I, it was pretty insane. See? And I'm no. saying in 1992, you're like, oh, snap. And little color coming with the jokes. You know? Yes, yeah, like, it was very sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> and uh, and then we get like the heart work, the like the heartfelt scene with the cop, and he's like, you know, your dad was a great man, he was my partner, yeah, but my dad is dead, you know, he's dead because he saved you, you know, uh, I'm not gonna this be was, a cop, yeah. This was the story element that I was like, this is a part of this movie, like I, yes, I, I like, didn't do remember we, this we, at all. And I, and it never goes anywhere. Did we right? ever like, come I mean, back it to never, this cut in any way? We, Not I think, really. I think it the only way we do, end, I guess. Yeah, it comes it comes out in the end, and sort of like, you know, we know he has this relationship with this cop, but to what? It, like, what's the? No, point? It, it doesn't. Here's the thing. I thought what this could have or should have really set up, and it was kind of hinting that it was going to, but it didn't fully. Was like motivating Damon Wayans to do something else with his life. So I guess you could say maybe that's why he took the job. But well, no, also he took the, the job. He took the job because of Stacey Dash. Stacey so like, Dash. it's kind of hard. It was like, I was like, oh, he's going to like, oh, he's going to be motivated to be like, I do have to do something else with my life. I don't want to just keep like doing these small time hustles, you know? Yeah. Um, or, or like somehow get him into the cop thing. I actually have no idea what this movie was about. So I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know if he was going to become a cop or what was going to happen. Uh, so, but instead it kind of was like, it was just, it's just established their relationship. Also, that guy, we had another scene with him. We have like a couple of scenes with him that are completely divorced from rest of what's happening in this movie where he's like, he figures out, like, he's like, oh, he's like looking at the thing and he's like, yeah, he's like, he was killed. This, this was a murder. He was killed before the accident. And, and then he was like, look at this, like somebody opened this briefcase before we got here. That means they were looking for something you know, and he kind of is like putting together the pieces, doing a bunch of detective work, which is, you know, interesting. Um, and so, but the way that he meets Stacey Dash is just, she like buys a book from him on the street, which 
just feels pretty random. Um, she doesn't have a kid. She uh, said it's a good book, though. She says it's a good book, but it's a children's book. Mm-hmm. But okay. So she's like, maybe flirting with him, maybe not. But then he starts flirting on her hardcore and she's like, meh. And then they do the little... She's like, freak- she's like you're fresh. Let me get out here before my book burns up. <laughs> I always feel uncomfortable to say, I know, like, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys flirt this heavily ever? Have you ever done um, it? Uh, I, I haven't. I'm not a confident clear. person. So to me, it's like, I, I, I ain't gonna flirt that much unless I'm a little lit. If I, got, if I got like a couple of tequila shots, I'm good. But no, but this is like, well, I don't know if I would, it is hard because I'm like, you know, sometimes you feel like there's a vibe. But what he does in this scene, like he doesn't let up. And at one point, I personally don't know where the line goes from, you know, being flirty and the person's interested to like stalking a person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my man took her to the next thing with Marlon, went into her job, like into the lobby, and then up the floors, which is cool, but I think it's because he's handsome and shit. Like, if that dude would have been, like, a creep, that would be creepy, right? You mean if he wasn't as attractive? Yes, yeah, so he wasn't. I saw, yeah. I saw a friend once, and I'll never forget it. I saw a friend once. Um, two friends. I saw one, like, you know, stop a woman on the street in New York City. Like he's a little bit, he's a little bit bigger and stuff like that, and you know, and wasn't having it, right? Uh, There's three of us. I saw another friend who was like a model. He's like a tall white guy, dark hair, beard. I saw him stop and chase a woman down the street, like physically chase a woman down the street by Bryant Park, and like it worked out. So it's kind of those yeah, things like yeah. I don't know where. The, but then, and also the it's is. like you know there could be also a thing of like I don't know if you have to be attractive to be charming, but there was a level of charm that he had too, right? Like that he, they they had that discussion down on the on the street, and she was like she she, I don't know, like something about like she was a little charmed by him before he follows her, as well. So like. There was that element of which I don't. I'm not saying that this uh, excuses it. I'm just saying like that was one of the things that she was like. That's sort of what made her accepting of it, though. Was like she was a little charmed by that. Like, right, man, right. Man, somebody um, running up in your job, though. Like I'm he like, went man, to every. <laughs> like that's wild, yo. That's yeah. That that's was wild. that was strange. Uh, also, he took the money from, he like got her to win like a bunch of money from yeah. his brother. Who needed the money? <laughs> but I also thought it was, to me, it's like, it's a very weird thing. Like the whole conceit of the movie is like, all right, he found out where she worked and he's like, all right, I'm going to find a job here. You know what I mean? Like, this is where I'm about to work now. Cause you work here, I'm about to work in this job. Right. And so we have this weird scene where he like goes into office, like gets an application there's this woman who's like, I wish you good luck. And I really mean that. I really do. Some people say it and they don't. Also, I'm like, I have an eating disorder because, you know, but anyway, like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, look at Homeboy. Let's like, call him homeboy. Yeah, she called him homeboy. Homeboy. <laughs> and then he gets uh, in the job and the guy, the, the guy interviewing him is like, well, very interesting. Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> and then at some point he just starts mocking. <laughs> he legit mocks the dude who's doing the shakes. And I'm like, is this, a, is this a condition that I don't even know if I can laugh at? It's so weird watching things now where it's like, is this cool? I don't know yeah. where the rules are anymore. I mean, he <laughs> was just straight mocking my, my man's 
condition like it was it is a condition like he couldn't control that <laughs> it's not like that guy could control the shakes that he had he had no. a trip he shook he could not control it um it was all it was all weird uh it's strange but uh i was like okay i it's just so funny because there are these little sketches in this movie that's like not a full comedy like by any stretch like it's not a comedic premise so this movie's not a comedy uh but uh anyway it was interesting and then um but then he gets the oh well no then he has to get he's, they say like this is your number and i guess he gave like the phone number of uh of a phone of a telephone booth they're all leaving by the way you saw that right the last telephone booths are being what? Oh, no. up in new york yeah they're done they're anyway, taking phone booths out they're taking down they're taking them down yeah uh the old the old school phone booths that's um, probably true because people just pee in front of them now yeah. every time i walk past one as a homeless person just like peeing like it'd be, it'd be two o'clock in the afternoon they just be like dick out peeing at the damn thing I was like really really brad that's how you gonna do it on a wednesday they ain't got a, they ain't got no bathroom <laughs> on a um, wednesday <laughs> but uh oh, man. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earnin. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earn It Today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live.
but then we get this little like hustle with um uh the taxi driver where he's like <laughs> he's like can you take yeah. me to what was the uh, point of doing the clicks? They were trying to. They're, they were trying to steal money from the from the cab driver. From the cab driver. And so like he distracts him by playing this weird character, um, who has a click and an accent that I that you cannot place, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then speaks in full on gibberish at one point, and I and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, listen, I know people the out there ring. love this movie. I know people love this movie. I'm just saying, like, yeah. the hard part about watching movies like this now is that we have evolved a little bit and what we think about as far as society and, and like, representation, and how we, we treat women. We also like, have to keep in mind, and I think I gave Beverly Hills Cop a palm for this reason, is, like, there are, there are tropes that Beverly Hills Cop uh, established that like people didn't understand that like that was what made Beverly Hills Cop great but like it you cannot recreate this in a way that's gonna make you look good like mm-hmm. and this like playing characters thing that they do in this is feels very reminiscent of that very much like yes cool. absolutely I'm gonna come in here I'm gonna do this it's gonna be so fun the audience is gonna love it and and in 1992 we very much did but then now when you look to a degree. At it, to a degree, yeah, to a degree. Obviously, it has a fifty-one percent audience score, but when, but when I don't know, it's like when you look back on it now, it's just like I don't know. There's only a couple characters you can pull out and be like, I don't think there's a problem with this one. I mean, but then maybe not, right? Like, like here's the thing: the problem with it, the, the the to me, the big difference between Beverly Hills Cop and this is in Beverly Hills Cop. There's a driving through line, right? He's a cop trying to find out who killed his friend. Mm-hmm. And in, so the stakes are already there from the beginning, from the get-go, you understand. With this movie, all the characters that he's, he's playing, it's all for small little hustles. And, the, and it's not, there's no end goal. Yeah, you know, it's there's just, no, the, it's just, it's like, just this the is, money. Just need this money right like, now. We need a little money right now. This is how they live, right? You know, and I, it's not like I don't believe that they need the money, but it's like, it's not like we're given like we're about to get kicked out of the house or we're about to you know yeah, and this kind yeah, of thing we struggle. never get that we never we need get that, that for a movie you know for mm-hmm. a movie you kind of need that even though it's like some things can be assumed and it's like understood that he's a small time hustle crook but in a so for what would make way more sense in like a in the structure of a movie is he then uses the skills that he has there in his new job or he uses those skills to become a detective for his, uh, you know, father's uh, partner, ex, you know, partner. Yeah. Uh, and so that, because the, the partner comes to him and is like, hey, you're working at this job now. I actually need you. I think something's going on. I need you to be my man on the inside. You know, like yeah. there's, there's interesting things to go, go to, but they don't really do any of it. Mm-hmm. They're just doing fun little scenes that are like little vignettes that don't actually connect in any real Even way. Even when, to that, to that same point, like, me not remembering that there was this whole cop s- subplot and like he knows the cop thing. Like when we get to this, this is skipping very far ahead, but when the cop is there, you know, and he asks about, he he flat out asks about Damon Wayne's character. And then later Damon Wayne's gets called into the office. We th- like, you would think that what is happening is 
the the Keith uh, is like, yo, you you're snitching to this cop or whatever. But it's not that. It's like I hired you from the beginning so that you would steal. Like it's a whole that other. Would steal. It's literally tacked. It's tacked onto this thing. It's like they didn't even put the it two together. So it took so long to so get mad. to that. It took so long to get to that too because when he does finally get this job and like the you know he gets this job and he starts working, the guy immediately is like staring at him and looking at him and like and and there's this whole montage that happens where he keeps like looking at him like through the windows, through like his shades in his office. And I was like, what? I was so confused by why, I was like, why does he care about this dude? Like, he's just some yeah. random dude. Why does he care about him? And then we find out later, but I was like, really? no. <laughs> what so sucks about that? What sucks is like the dude <laughs> saw, which is, we already know in society is really hard for ex-cons to get work. Um, True. I mean, it's just really hard. And so I think even Marlon at one point says, you think they're going to hire ex-con or whatever at one point? He gets the job and then you realize that the guy set him up, which kind of says, which is hard because I always worry about like what kind of message it puts out. And maybe people aren't thinking about it that deep, but it's like, oh, it's hard to hire ex-con. And when you do hire ex-con, they're probably going to do something illegal if you just give them the opportunity. Yeah, and he right. does. He literally goes, I, I just put the cars in front of you. That's what he says to me. I put it in front of you and you just yeah. did it on your own. Yeah. And the, you know, they, the, the movie actually, I know you're saying you don't want to look into it that deep, but like the, it's, it sort of connects back to all these other issues that we're sort of having throughout because like they, they actually could have gone into that deeper, you know, like that could have been explored more. They had time, like they had time. They have, they, they have the opportunity to talk about that. And even if that is what happens to him, there's a there's a way to get through that that doesn't make it seem like you can never hire an ex. You know, yeah. like yes, yes, yes. Also, yeah, that's a great point. The other thing, the other problem with all of this is that we don't get enough, we just don't get enough character from any of them. Like we really don't get it from Stacey Dash, but honestly, we barely get it from Damon. Like I agree. his care, like I agree. we don't really know exactly what's driving him because there's a part of me that's like. He stole that to get more fancy things, but there was never anything outside of that scene, that lunch scene where the guy, the, the other boyfriend says it. There was never anything that made like, for him to believe why, you know, like we didn't get a prior scene of somebody, you know, making fun of him because he was poor or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, he wasn't struck. We didn't see the- We, we didn't, didn't see the see struggle. Their apartment had stuff in it. And of course, over the movie, they get more stuff. But it wasn't like they were living in a shack. And again, I understand they're supposed to be broke because I, I, I get that. It's just that for him to do this, his only motivation was Stacey Dash. And it's like, it's like, is it the whole thing? The whole, the whole movie is based on he just wants to get laid? Like that's, think about it. Like his brother says that's it, what Marla it feels says like, it, yeah. the whole movie. Like yeah. you did this to me because of this. You did this. Yeah. And also it's not even like we saw a huge, I mean, we had that Falling really cool moment with him instead. We saw that, that really flirty moment up top, but we never got to know Stacey Dash enough. We get to see like, oh, this is why you like her. You know what I mean? This is we didn't get to know them enough together. No, the beauty yeah. of Hitch is we get to see, sorry, I keep watching these rom-coms, only more people of color. Uh, but if you watch like Hitch or Love Jones, or, like it's Brown the Sugar. only one. That's so no, offensive to other rom-coms no, with POCs. So, I mean, so no, I mean like big, but like big studio, like big budget studio ones. Like we have like Brown yeah. Sugar and stuff, but even in those movies, we see, Sonat Lathan at work. 
You know what I'm saying? We see her do her own thing. Then we see Tay Diggs do his own thing. Then we see how dope right. they are together and how sucky they are when they're apart. So it's like, you're rooting for this. This is like, my man is infatuated with this woman because she is beautiful, but it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't it feels, know. Everything feels superficial. It's like, he wants to get her things. She, he likes her because she's pretty. Like, it all feels a little superficial. We also don't understand why there's such an aversion to him even having a legitimate job and like what, how much that money yeah. is paying him or whatever. Like, you he know, they says, say. He says, it's not my style, which is like, ugh, that's the worst <laughs> reason to not do something. Oh, it's not my style. That's what he says in that, in that scene with the, with the other cop. Like, right. So. And Marlon, Marlon keeps saying, uh, uh, work ain't nothing but work or a job ain't nothing but work or something like yeah. that. Man, a job ain't nothing but work. Which I, I, I hear that and I'm like, you work so hard for these scams, bro. Like you, you work so hard to, yes. do, to steal people's money. Like it, you are working. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, so it's just like these weird, it's like a little montages. We, so we have this like B like, or C story with uh, the dude from freaking uh, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. <laughs> Oh, or he yeah. always he always plays the third fiddle, bro. Like he's always he's like, always like a military dude. Yeah, Harry Lennox. Yeah, Harry Lennox. He's always like the dude that like the main dude like like has like that's my girl, and he's like, no, she's mine for now. And he's like, nah, nah, bro. Like you know, Jada's not gonna. You know what I mean? Like anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like he has like yeah, uh, he has a couple of scenes. That, that, the one, when they're in the restaurant and he's like telling the joke and she's laughing and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then at some point he's like, it's not that funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. I like And he that. also says, the thing I didn't like is like, it's that kind of thing we do with like, if a guy is educated, we kind of make him super corny where the joke he tells is low key racist. Um, and he heard of right. a white guy at the office. Uh, um, which was tough. And then, you know, they kind of get into this fight and, you know, he, it's, it's so funny because she's like, I want out of this relationship. He immediately is like, cool. And then once her and Marlon start, I mean, her and Damon start dating, there's a shot later on where like Marlon, I mean, Damon and Stacey are coming in the room and then him and his new Asian girlfriend are like right behind him. <laughs> like, this is so weird. Yeah, what? Yeah, we <laughs> saw her like in one other scene before. And I remember when I did see her, I was like, whoa, that girl's that the real one's really attractive and then we see him with it but oh and then of course we do have to talk about the charlotte character because this is probably to me the most offensive yeah part of the and, movie. and uh, if i remember like, i don't know if she just plays this part here or if like even some of her in living color parts were like this but i the whole time i was watching this especially on this rewatch i was like man like she just got pinned into this this box of like mm -hmm. they're like she's gonna be loud she's gonna be in your face <laughs> and really no one's it's gonna Leslie... yeah Leslie yeah Jones, right yeah no i yeah. mean it's like Leslie Jones and, and snl it's the same exact thing it's like oh this like this like taller dark-skinned black woman with a lot of confidence who's hitting on a guy and the whole joke is like the guy's like oh i don't want this yeah you know yeah that's the whole point. I thought, I was like, I thought, and I know I shouldn't have thought this, but when 
when Marlon later is like, come on, don't say that. She's a beautiful woman. I was like, oh, are they going to do this? <laughs> like, I thought so yeah. too. Are they going to do this? Like, that's bad. Like, you know, as long as they don't make, and, but then I, then I started thinking of all of the horrible jokes they would continue to make if they were a couple, like <laughs> it would just be worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny. I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to do a verse where it was like, she, I say Marlon and and her actually started to like each other genuinely. Yeah, yeah. And then of course the very next scene they have is Marlon kicking her out, basically naked. Yeah, yeah. For two dollars, and, and he's like, Slides take two dollars under. He says, take, take the, the train. train, and we're all supposed to go. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but he just sits her out there naked. Man, take the train. Tough. It's tough because anytime we watch these movies, man, like we watch these movies. It's like, yeah, I understand that from the 90s, but a lot of black dudes are writing these movies, man. And, and even some of the classes that we love, you see the same thing all the time. You see like the darker skinned woman be the sex crazed one. I mean, I, again, I love Coming to America, right? If you watch Coming to America, the sister he loves, light skinned, angelic, beautiful. The one who's like sex crazy, who he really isn't feeling, who's the gold digger one, who only like, who, leave, who quote unquote leaves him, for uh, Arsenio Hall, because that's the actual prince, is a darker-skinned woman. It's like, we've seen this in Boomerang. You know what I'm saying? We see it like, um, when it's like, uh, uh, oh my goodness, um, she's the model. Oh, God, I'm a go- I'm, I have my laptop, I'm a Googler. But it's like, she's not Halle Berry, and this other woman's like mm-hmm. very unattractive and sex crazy, and then like, yeah. I have sex with him. It's like, we just I mean, you know, doing Mar- the same thing. on Martin. Martin's with... Exactly. He's with Gina, and but Pam is a wolf, like a a, a dog. Like he, <laughs> every scene he acts with Pam, he calls her an animal. And Pam is so every beautiful. Patricia, Tashina, Tashina Arnold is beautiful right now, and it's like it's, mess, just, it's messed up. It's like we keep doing this, man. Like I even I even think about. I mean, no offense, nothing. I don't know why I'm saying no offense to you guys, but I'm thinking about even when I watched the Carmichael show, Gerard's. Girl. Oh, well, we made it, so. I, 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 I don't yeah, know why I yeah, just said yeah. that. We're all, we're, all, said that. we're all executive producers. So. <laughs> I feel like if we just have, anyway, <laughs> it's like I'm watching that show, and of course, you watch it, his girlfriend is mixed, he loves her, and then you look at Rail and Tiffany, Tiffany's ratchet, Tiffany having sex with people in the house, and she's still with Rail. It's like, it, it reminds me of like, I don't know if you guys saw that video. Um, it was an Instagram video of this girl, like a baby, like maybe like two or three years old. And her hair is kind of a mess. And she sees a video of herself and starts crying and calling herself ugly. And like, she's a darker skinned girl. She's a young black girl. And I'm like, man, this is a thing. Like, this is a thing we keep doing. And like, is this girl, like her hair, like her mom doing her hair. You know what I'm saying? Like her mom doing her hair. She just sees herself. And there's mm-hmm. a darker skinned girl and she sees herself. And I'm like, and it happened this month. It was March when that video came out. And I was like, we just... I don't know. It, like, it feels like this is someone's responsibility, and I feel like it's all of ours. And it's just, I don't know, bro. Like, it's hard to watch the yeah. movie for me. It's hard, to, it's yeah, hard yeah. to say anything that, pleasant about this movie. That was the toughest part. And yeah, and then, cause, and, then, and then we don't even have the good, really, relationship between him and Stacey Dash either because that relationship is uh, barely on screen. And, it's, and yeah. once he basically like wins her over we barely see her um yep and uh and so then there's like another montage and stuff of like because basically the the dude who or his boss his first boss 
gets killed because he talked to the cops or was was basically going to talk to the cops. And so he gets like murdered. Uh, and then Damon Wayans gets caught because uh, he stole the credit card. And the guy has him on camera and basically tells him, I knew you were going to do this from the start. I have a proposition for you. You know, uh, you'll get promoted, blah, blah, blah. And so he kind of accepts that. Like at first he doesn't want to, um, but then he does because he's threatened mm-hmm. uh like you'll go back to jail so he keeps so he does it, it starts and he's making balling. money starts bawling uh and we get like stacy being like where are you getting this money from are you selling drugs and he's like he was like no no i'm not i'm not uh and then she's like well don't ruin this so then he tries to get out goes to the guy he's like i want out the guy's like uh well actually he was fine with it he was fine then, with it but then Marlon gets caught uh, trying to do another hustle. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did Marlon do again? I forgot. Oh, like, so he Marlon, was at a, he, he, was at a, he was at the mall. So we don't see what he does. We see him, like, running out of a mall and gets caught in the mall. He gets knocked out. Oh, trying out to use the credit card. He yeah. gets caught trying to use a credit card. Right. Uh, and then he throws that thing. Like I was like, what, bro, why did you do that? <laughs> Bruh. I mean, we also it see saved how- you maybe 1.5 seconds, but adds like so many other levels of charges if you do get caught. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like just, you did it. Dude. They just knock uh, him out too. I mean, this interrogation scene is interesting because I do right. feel like after Police watching, brutality. yeah, after watching like uh, <laughs> so many movies now, it's like, oh, we just keep showing this stuff, uh, which is real. I mean, I do think people probably were harassed like that. I mean, they put a wire on them. Also, it's so funny because. We had never seen Marlon and the bad guy in a scene together. But in this next scene, Marlon's wearing a wire at the restaurant with him. And it's like, how did yeah, you Yeah, it didn't what? make it. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Well, I, I actually, I believe it logic wise, because if the cops forced him and he told them about it and they were like, okay, well, if what you're saying is true, then we need to get it on the tape, blah, blah, blah. And, and Marlon just agreed to it because he was scared. And then the cops like throw him in this and it, it's a terrible sting. And obviously because of what you just said, the guy's like, I know you're wearing a wire and he rips off his shirt. I was like, this is the most, that was the, like believable part that the guy knew he was wearing a wire because it was like, you've never talked to me before. You just told me that your brother told you everything. Why are you even here asking me to do some other thing? He's like, you're probably trying to catch me. I don't like being sees He's that he's wearing a wire. Now, the part that doesn't make any sense is, like, he gets kidnapped. He kidnaps this dude. But the dude knew you were wearing a white. Like, the cops know that you're with him, so they know that you Yeah, so him. what is the... What? Yeah. What's the move? I think he's trying so to... I don't get... understand what the move is here. Yeah, I don't and know. They... I don't... The movie doesn't know, John. The movie doesn't Yeah, know. and so they try to catch Damon, but Damon's, like, not there. So then they... Somehow they know that Damon was going to go back to hit the job. I don't know how. But even this part, I was like, so you guys got cameras everywhere. You just take a bunch of guns and then you just start shooting every, like this whole last, I was just like, y'all just shoot up your own office. Like what's the end game here? Like, how do you think you're going to get out of this? Uh, so whatever, we get a bunch of action. I mean, did you guys, was the action scene thrilling for you? Bro, I was over this movie because I didn't get yeah, what the point in, was. In 92, it was very thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would remember, like I didn't even know now that this that on rewatch I was like, oh shit, that's where that was from. But like this, the the just that whole ending sequence 
I had images of it replaying in my head for a good part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and just couldn't, couldn't remember that it was like, <laughs> I mean, now I'm like, I can't believe that that's the ending of Mo Money. Like, I believe that I've been is... remembering that this whole time. Um, but watching it now, it was just like, okay, I guess, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what is this movie, man? What are we doing? I mean, the thing is also this ending felt long, <laughs> the commitment to this end felt like a bigger commitment to anything we've seen in the movie. Any plotline was this ending. I will say this. Okay. Everything in the office was like, what it was kind of whatever. Like the office setting was a little boring. Like there were some interesting things, but I was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, uh, it, it didn't feel, it wasn't that great. Now, then they get out of there, right? They go into the parking lot in the parking lot, in the parking garage, uh, the cop is there, he, you know, the, that they both know, I think, right? Because that was his, their father's partner. And he's like, what's going on? What are you doing? And they're like, not really telling him. But then the other dude comes out, shoots, shoots the cop, you know, runs away, gets in the car. Uh, and then the cop looks at Damon and is like, what are you looking at me for? Like, go after him or something to that effect, which I was like, huh? Yeah, what? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Did you call like, him back? What do you mean? He's, he's, not a, he's not a cop. What is he going to do? Like, <laughs> what do you expect him to do? I don't understand this. Um, but anyway, so Damon goes after him and chases him down. And there's a whole, like, scene where he's, like, he's, like, on the sub. He gets oh on the goodness. subway and then he jumps onto the car. Uh, and then he's, like, doing this. And he's, like, where's my brother? The brother had been kicked out, so the brother's safe. And then he's, like... Oh right, that's why he chased him because because he like kidnapped his brother again. But then they're like uh, that salt that salt mine thing that they have in New York so City. That's what I was gonna say. The salt mi- the salt uh, mounds or whatever. That is a really cool setting for an action scene, especially with a black man and like these like all this salt white salt around. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I like I like the setting of that. I liked like like the all of everything about this scene. Uh, outside of the context of the movie was cool. But the fa- the problem is, I don't get, like, there, what, there wasn't leading up to this, really. Um, but, so he has this whole fight scene with the guy, and he winds up, like, hanging him from a chain. Which, <laughs> which was, was, like, insane. which also looked like, whoa, like, that was a striking image to see yeah. that guy. I mean, it was violent, yeah. man. Like, this was a violent was situation. Violent. Also, we had the classic bad guy who could have just shot him. A bunch of times, and he mm-hmm. didn't. I'm like, all right. Because, and then what happens after? Can't. This? <laughs> Yo, the genre for this on IMDb is action comedy crime romance thriller. <laughs> wow. Wowzers. Action comedy crime romance thriller. That's the problem, man. It was like he was like, I want to do every. This is the. This is here's the thing, though. I will say this. It is kind. Of, it's a little inspiring that again that they get to that they got to make these movies because. When I look at it, it really felt like they just got to do what they wanted to do. You know, yeah. they watched, they grew up watching movies and they were like, I want to be an action hero. I want to get the girl. I want to, you know, be but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm here. saying. In 92, that's what it was like. It was yeah. like, it was really like, fuck yeah, man. Like, like, look at these guys. They're, yeah. they're on this. They're on this sketch show, and then to older people than me, they know like, oh, and then we've also seen Keenan do this, and we see, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, but like they're just doing whatever they want 
and it's on the big screen and everybody's seeing it and they're throwing money everywhere and it looks um, and it's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's amazing, especially yeah. in 92. Is there a scene after this? I don't remember. Um, the I only other scene, <laughs> the only other scene after that happens is him in the hospital. Um, oh, yeah. And then Marlon like steals flowers oh, from right, right, somebody yeah. who just died. Yeah. And then he's like talking to him. And then Stacy's already there making out with him. <laughs> and there's no explanation of like whether or not they're going to be in any police trouble or anything like that. Like there's no Does like. he have a job? The other guy isn't even there. We don't even know if like the, the other cop like survived really. Like, uh, yeah, what's he going to do for money? Like none of that, none of the circumstances really matter. And then um, uh, Charlotte comes in. Uh, and I, that's how it ends, I think. is like literally Marlon like. Oh, she chases like, ah. him out. She chases him out. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 I feel like a broken record because it's like it's the only thing I would say to Hollywood this time is the thing I've, I've said on this podcast many times. I just think like as black men, you know, like the button of this joke is the dark skinned woman coming out of the shadows and chasing Marlon out. Yes. That's the button of the, that's the button of the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say be better. I do. But like, and in, co- in comedy in particular, it's, it's like, I want to say be better. But like, I ain't got it in me. You know, I feel like we should know by now. And it's, this is 1992. Times have changed. I'm not even going to come at this movie like that. It's 1992. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm saying this movie, you know, is a film that... Um, you know, it's sort it of just film. sort of about how people, when they go through like really tough times, um, yeah. they they go to sort of extreme measures to sort of to to oh. get through the situation that they're in. You know, and sometimes they might have to turn to like really dark sides in order to do that. And will they ever be able to overcome that dark side becomes the question that we, huh. you know, sort of are, are, are with, you know, when we're, when, we're, when we're seeing the movie. It's the same thing that I grappled with while, while, while watching Gemini Man, which is a, which is a film right. okay. that um, right. um, is about, you know, it's about a man who, why? Who, has a, who has a tortured past. And he... This um, is almost worse than the Rona. What? <laughs> <laughs> John I ain't gonna call it worse than the- I said all right. almost. I had to listen to that for 14 days straight. Oh my goodness. Right. Uh, it's, uh, it is time for the cause. Uh, yeah, man. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether it's or not, not they help. Man. Are you sure? <laughs> what yeah. about today? What about today? No, not today either. John, it's I feel about, like every time you, no, you say that, hey, you set this up, you say it's not about whether or not we liked it. It's not about that. It's and about then, <laughs> whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in this, Hollywood. No, this and is the new... it only helps the cause, <laughs> it's a black uh, If it did not help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. But if it kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. I did that out of order this time. Now... This is the new not a political podcast. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we're not critics. Remember that. We ain't film critics. Okay. I just got a Netflix You guys ready? Uh, On the count yeah. of three, we're going to rate up our rating for The Cause. 
Why you say it like that? Why you say for the call? <laughs> what? <laughs> what else? Hey, why you say the call? <laughs> goodness. All right. All right. Okay. Three. Two okay. black fists and a white palm from James. Wow, James gave it the palm. All right. James, why'd you do it? James, why'd you so do it? So I gave it, I gave it a palm because um, I think it definitely does actually lead to some of our biggest black talent that we had, especially in the 90s. Um, but I think because of the sort of the negative representation that it also has, I feel like that, like while it's promoting more leading black actors, it's also promoting a negative image. And so that was why uh, I couldn't give it a full fist. All right. Gotcha. I, gave it a, I gave it a fist because even though I don't like her, Stacey Dash came from this movie. This was like the dopeness of Marlon and Damon. Like Marlon went on to do some really good stuff, man. Like, I mean, Reckon for a Dream is, you know, a movie I've only watched once, but definitely one of the greatest performers I've seen of him, and it's so good. And again, you know, the budget was $15 million. $10 million went to that last <laughs> sequence, but it made forty. And you know what? They were riding high at the time. We know the way in, so I gave it a fist because it's about the cause, not about whether I liked this movie. Yes. Similarly, I do think that both of, both of them got to do a lot more movies after this. This was uh, Damon's first starring role. This was Marlon's first like really big role. Um, Stacey Dash also became even bigger after this. So I think this helped a lot of people. Now, it helped me get to the next step. Now, whether their next steps kept going, you know, and yes, I hear what you're saying, James, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense to, to, Two and a half black fists. I think that's what Beverly Hills Cop got to. So mm -hmm. for the same reason. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well. Uh, um, and wait, I wanted to talk about this uh, yeah. before before we get out. During that scene where they were, <laughs> and I don't think I realized this until now. But in that, during that scene where they were like being gay and trying to get whatever it was they were trying to get there, they kept sneezing on the guy. That the, yes. that was AIDS, right? Yes, absolutely. Oh. I, my goodness. I, <laughs> it was, they never said AIDS. Oh, right, they never credit, said it. To their credit, they never said AIDS, but the, the whole wow. scare of it was a scare of AIDS. Like, the scare that, like, somebody who's gay would give you AIDS because they're sneezing on you. Absolutely. That was, not, that was when I was wow. like, because I was on board with the characters and in thinking about what you were saying, Bray, of, like, that they... You know, it's like it, it is. Uh, they're they're doing it in order to make the white people uncomfortable, in order to get their angle. It's not like they're saying this is how those people are. Right. But I was. But when they started sneezing, I was just like, Nah, man. Fuck. <laughs> but I mean, I if you no think about idea. it, if you think about it from the scam point of view, that would make the person who's yeah. getting sneezed on, even though they knew at that in '92, you knew the information. That's mm -hmm. not how you get it. That person was probably like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and yep. so just wants this situation to end. And so is isn't gonna no, look for your license. Okay, you know what, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this. Now that you brought that up, I'm giving this movie a fist because of the cause, but in my heart, I'm giving it nothing. What? that is trash. Cause my thing is like, I have to give it a fist because of like what it's done, but I did, bro, I did not know that. Like, I didn't even think about that. It's gross, it's gross. It's that scene is so that. long. They sneeze so many times. Nah, man. Uh, they sneeze so many times. Uh, I want to give this movie nothing though. You can't give it. <laughs> the wow. person wow. was 
You know what I mean? Wow. All right. Why? They're making fun of the person who believes the wrong thing. Sincerely, one thousand percent. That is what's (laughs) happened. Like you, like they, they they have a killer argument for that. And it just sucks that they're, they're it sucks that wow. their work outside of that will never be able to defend no, as hard I as they can. Actually, I don't think their intention was that. It's just right. like they happen in this movie to have an actual defense. Yeah. Whereas other movies, it's clear that they're not. They're, that they just were doing this because they thought it was funny and not because they were thinking about the, uh. the, 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 the comedic justification of what was happening. <laughs> It's so messed up. Um, all right. All right. Uh, so, yes, uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast. That's <laughs> where <laughs> Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can find a link to our merchandise. We got things like iPhone covers, we uh, phone cases and pillows, uh, stickers, shirts. Get them while they're hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, I don't know. Corona shopping. You can't you can't shop yeah. in stores right now. So anyway, uh, what else do I gotta say? We um, uh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We read your review on the air. This one comes from uh, I Dicky. Salute to three amigos negros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I discovered. <laughs> I discovered your podcast about three years ago, right after Get Out came out. I rapidly became addicted, and your podcast became a weekly listen your reviews on black cinema especially the classics like your recent take on dead presidents bring me so much joy by the way the idea for the armed truck robbery i believe came from jose who worked at the post office so he had inside information also the movie was loosely based on the real life of a black vietnam vet named hayward kirkland who went to prison for armed robbery uh, do your due diligence, gents. All right. Also, I saw a picture of you guys on Twitter, and you look just like I thought you would. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> wow. Okay. He said, Jonathan, cotton-headed and light-skinned. I think he's talking about my curls, so I'm going to let that pass. James, a ninja turtle, and Gerard, crispy. What is that? Hold on. What does any of that mean? How am I a ninja turtle? First of all, what the hell is crispy? Is she just calling me black? I don't know what the flip any of that means. Uh, I don't. Uh, anyway, yo, um, you better tweet me to. The, I'm about to look you up. Keep up the I'm good like, work, work lads, and may I recommend the movie Fresh for your all's consideration? All right, Fresh is good. What does crispy mean? And it means neat, call me clean, trim, fashionable. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I, I take back all the anger. Immediately, I had immediately pleased with the comment. I thought it was like you know. I think they. Were, I thought they were like. I thought it was like a racial thing. Yeah, brother. Urban uh, Dictionary is only a click away. Shut up. <laughs> I, I hate you so much. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay, anyway. Right. What else? Well, uh, uh, follow you, us oh, individually yeah. at our. <laughs> I will say, I will say, if you follow me at John Braylock on Twitter, I am tweeting a lot more. You know, uh, my Twitter account has never been as active as it ha- as it has been these last couple weeks and months. So I'm very political on there. It's less oh, funny yeah. and more just me throwing out just real hot takes, hot takes all day. Oh Lord. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. All right, you guys. 
yeah. uh, next week. Uh, we don't know what we're doing next week, actually, yet. So We don't know. Are we going to be here? Is the Earth going to be here next week? Hey, man, listen. We don't know. Everyone, <laughs> go on Amazon, get your food bars. We wanted get- to do Mulan, but I don't know yeah. if that's going to come out anymore. No, it got, it got delayed. Uh, it we're got just delayed, making so. Bezos richer. But they did. But did, but did, um, uh, that Vin Diesel movie uh, was supposed to be coming out, I think, this week on early digital release. Oh, yeah. I'm about to watch Mad. Yeah, on, I on. do kind of want to watch American Gangster at some point. So, well, I got three hours to kill. I don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> excuse you, me, Jay. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't you have three hours. Do. That's too much. <laughs> Maybe if you spread right. it over a week. No. Uh... <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah, man. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!